Well, good afternoon, Breakthrough family. It is Saturday, the 20th of June, and uh, it is our Activate time. And so in the Saturday afternoons, what we do is we take uh, an intentional time to focus on being active in our faith, on uh, doing something with our faith, sharing our faith, praying for someone, encouraging someone, um, uplifting someone, uh, just generally being a blessing to to other folk and so um yeah welcome to everyone who's joining us so good to have you with us on this saturday afternoon at least the weather is a little bit warmer for uh today but i believe that there's another cold front that's hitting uh us here in in johannesburg so brace yourselves for some more cold weather that's uh heading our way but yeah we'll stay warm on the inside and uh, be filled with the holy spirit that we will continue to burn with passion and love for Jesus. Well, um, we got some uh, hopefully good things that we're going to be covering this afternoon. Uh, I'm going to be reading a passage uh, from the Bible. John chapter 3 is where I'm going to be reading a couple verses. So, uh, yeah, welcome everyone joining us. So good to see all of you. Thank you for the comments and the love. Um, love all back at you guys. And, um, yeah, bless you guys. It's so good too to see all of you joining on. Well, thanks for joining on early. You guys are, are, are amazing. And I'm going to jump straight in here. We're in John chapter 3. I'm going to read verse 2 to 6. And then I'm going to jump down to verse 14 and read verse 14 to 19. So the context here is Nicodemus, one of the, the Jewish uh, teachers, rabbis, he has uh, got some time alone with Jesus. And he's asking him some questions and they're having this, this conversation. And so this is where we jump in. And so, so Nicodemus here, he comes to Jesus at night and, and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Nicodemus, uh, I'm imagining he's confused and he's, he knows that this is, a teacher who is working with God, who um, is possibly the Son of God. He's trying to figure all this stuff out. And so with confusion, he, he responds to Jesus and he says, How can someone be born when they are old? Uh, and so Jesus responds, he says, Surely they cannot, well, Nicodemus then carries on, he says, Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born? <laughs> Such a, a logical question. Um, I mean, it, it's so easy for us now knowing the context, but Poor Nicodemus trying to figure out all this stuff. And so Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. Uh, just wonderful things happening here in this passage. Let's jump down now to verse 14 in John chapter 3. It says, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in Him. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world. 
I love that. So um, a couple couple thoughts for us to take out of this passage, and uh, then we're going to uh, hopefully do some some activation where I'd love to encourage you guys to to reach out on the you know with the context of this passage of scripture with the good news of eternal life in Jesus who's come not to condemn the world but to save the world and uh, as we celebrate Father's Day tomorrow um, you know this is just a beautiful passage as we celebrate Father God who sends his son to the world not to condemn but to save and so let's jump back up to the beginning of of this passage here in John chapter 3. And, and I love this conversation taking place between Nicodemus and Jesus. And Jesus saying, you know, you've got to be born again. And, and Nicodemus confused and kind of perplexed. At, How is this possible? Must I enter my mother's womb again? Just, you know, the, it's just crazy, um, the, the, the imagery. But it's yet so powerful. And, and so the beautiful thing is Jesus is teaching and he's saying that flesh gives birth to flesh. But spirit gives birth to spirit. And I think when we look at other religions, when we look at spirituality and, and, and connecting with God and, uh, you know, the different ways that people try to connect with God all over the world. And, and majority of approaches are works-based with the exception of our connection with Jesus. Um, Christianity is, uh, as far as I've, I've read and seen, it's the only faith where we cannot do anything to, to earn our salvation. In fact, there's nothing we can do to earn our salvation. It's purely just receiving the gift that Jesus has given us, um, that Father has given us, that Holy Spirit um, gives us. And so it's a gift that we receive. And so our salvation, our, our new birth to be born again is by the Spirit. It's not by the flesh. There's nothing that we can do by our, our physical works to earn our, our reward or to earn our, our salvation rather. Um, so the next point here is that everyone believes has eternal life. And so I want to encourage us that as we, uh, you know, focus on, on sharing the gospel, as we continue with our mission, love one to love just one person and lead them to the Lord in the course of a year. And again, we're totally open to overachievers, but as we, as we lead just one person to the Lord in a year, uh, that's how we can totally transform the world. In, in just 27 years, if we started with 200 people, the entire world population has heard the good news of Jesus. Uh, it's just staggering um, how, how quickly the good news of Jesus can spread if we all just play our role, play our part, and just do something small like leading one person to Jesus in a year. And as we're doing that, I think it's so important that we remind ourselves that this is not just, you know, a good thing that we should do. It's not just a good deed, but that eternity is at stake. And so those folk that don't yet know Jesus, that haven't yet heard the gospel or at least the, the full measure, the full truth of the gospel, uh, that they haven't heard the, the gospel that, that God came to save and not to condemn. Because come on, let's be honest, a lot of people out there have not heard the gospel of God coming to save. They've heard a gospel of God coming to condemn. And so we need to go out there with the truth and share the love of Jesus and tell the truth that, that God has come to save and not to condemn. Uh, but the point being, eternity is at stake. And so let's, let's love people and let's love them well. And as we celebrate Father's Day tomorrow, um, man, isn't it amazing that, that Father God sent His only Son, Jesus, that, that there would almost be this disconnect for a moment in, in, in eternity for the sake of you and I. 
that this perfect union would, would be uh, in some ways almost separated uh, so that Jesus could take the sin of the world upon himself because that's the, that's, that, that's the, the, the wages of sin. It's death. It's separation from God. And so as Jesus takes the sin of the world upon himself, there's this moment in eternity where, where as I understand it, uh, when Jesus is on the cross and, and he's saying, you know, Father, why have you forsaken me? It's because Jesus in that moment is experiencing what all of us have experienced, where we're disconnected from God. Um, but in a moment, then that connection is restored as, as Jesus is raised from the dead. He raises himself from the dead. But anyway, the, the point being all of this, what I'm saying is that uh, Father God played such a, a crucial role in the whole story of our salvation, uh, that he's the one that sent Jesus. And uh, he had this master plan right from the beginning, uh, not because he's a mean, grumpy God, but because he's a God of love. And, uh, and that's the very reason why he sent his son for God so loved the world, for God so loves you and I, and God so loves the people who haven't yet met him. And that's why Jesus came and made a way for us where there was no other way. And so know that Father God is a God of love. And uh, as we celebrate Father's Day, let's just be so aware of Father God and, and of his love for us and that our response to him will be extravagant love back to him. And, and that extravagant love can sometimes be demonstrated in sharing the good news with, with others, sharing the gospel, which we're going to start to get into now. Um, so, uh, all right, well, let's, let's get into some details. I think we all probably know people who don't believe in Jesus, but probably many of us, or few of us rather, uh, know someone who has not heard of Jesus. So we've got this dilemma. People have heard about Jesus, but they don't believe in him. And I think this is the whole problem where uh, people have heard a gospel of condemnation and not a gospel of love. And so here we go. Let me um, talk you through a tool which I find is really, really helpful and is just really, really powerful. And so this tool I'm going to be using is by a guy named Scott McNamara. If you guys watched uh, Finger of God 2 that was uh, for free just a couple of days ago, um, he, he features in there and he's got this tool called Jesus at the door uh, and he's just got some, some beautiful uh, practical ways to help us share the gospel. Um, so the way Scott t takes us through this and so he's got an app as well if you just go into your app store and, and search for Jesus at the door, Scott McNamara, uh, you, you'll find it come up and you can download the app, it's completely free and there's a couple of tools, there's a card, there's a picture and a bit of an explanation. Uh, to use this this particular tool. So I'm just going to run through it this afternoon just to, to, to give us some, some guidelines. Uh, but so what we're going to do this afternoon is you're going to ask the Holy Spirit to highlight someone to you, uh, preferably someone who doesn't yet believe in Jesus. Uh, and know that if the Holy Spirit's highlighting someone to you, that you can have every confidence in approaching them to share the gospel because if the Holy Spirit's highlighting them to you, it means that the Holy Spirit's been working in them already. He's been preparing them. Perhaps the Holy Spirit's given them a dream. Perhaps someone else has shared the gospel with them. Perhaps something's happened in their life. Who knows what's happened? But know that if the Holy Spirit's speaking to you and highlighting someone to you, uh, that means that the Holy Spirit has been working in this person's heart and he's drawing them to himself. And uh, he's now including you on the amazing journey of being uh, involved in eternal, you know, the eternal destination of someone. So uh, ask the Holy Spirit to highlight that person to you. Reach out to the person and say, uh, hey, do you pray? And, and I think all of 
you know, mankind in some way, shape or form at some point in their life has probably prayed. And so if they say yes to, to the fact that they pray, well, then you can, uh, you know, explain this to them and you can say, well, praying is amazing, but praying is kind of like talking to someone through a door. So someone can be on the other side of the door uh, in a different room and you can talk to them through the room. We all do this at home all the time, I'm sure, when you're doing something and you, you call your, your wife or your husband or one of your kids and you just shout out loud um, and, and call them in a different room and you can even have a conversation while you're in, in different rooms. And so sometimes praying is like talking to someone in a different room, but it doesn't mean that they're in the same room. Uh, and so this is an important part because I think a lot of people think if they pray, uh, even if they sometimes maybe hear something from God, because God can speak to all of us, um, saved and unsaved, it doesn't mean that you've got relationship and that you've got connection with Father God, that He's living inside of you. And so that's an important uh, point to, to, to help that person realize that by praying, it just means that you can be talking to someone in a different room, but you're not yet in the, the same room God is not yet in, in your heart necessarily. You can then go and, and explain and, and ask them, you know, if all the stuff that they've done wrong in their life, um, you know, would that qualify them for, for salvation or for, for eternal life with Jesus? And, and probably all of us have done something wrong. No one's lived a perfect life. Everyone's had a wrong thought, done a wrong deed, uh, been rude, got angry, lost their temper, whatever it might be. And so you can go ahead and explain that, you know, none of us are perfect. And to have communion connection with God uh, by your own works, you need, you need perfection, which is impossible. And so we all need a savior. We, need, we, we needed someone to make a way where there was no way, and that's Jesus. And so you can then ask that person, if someone could take away every wrong thing that you've done in your life, um, in a moment, in an instant, just by receiving a gift, would you want to do that? And uh, uh, come on, who wouldn't want to receive that amazing gift that everything that that person has done wrong, everything you and I have done wrong is removed just like that in an instant that we're forgiven. And, uh, and hopefully the person's going to respond yes and say, yeah, I would totally love to get all of that, that heaviness removed. It's almost like if every wrong deed was, was a rock in a, in a backpack, uh, you know, how much weight would you be carrying around? And most of us would be like, yeah, I'd, I'd have a pretty heavy backpack. Uh, well, if we could take that burden away, would you want to uh, would you want to let someone take that burden away? And, and Jesus is the way to have that, that burden removed. Um, then go ahead and, and ask them, well, hey, can I pray for you and ask Jesus if he really is real to reveal himself to you? And, uh, you know, hopefully they're going to say yes. And, and one of the things I love telling people is that I never argue with someone when, when sharing the gospel. Um, uh, you know, we always want to have good conversation, but if it starts to get into an argument, I normally stop things almost immediately and I say, hey, you know, this is a real waste of time. If I can argue you into choosing to receive Jesus, I can just as easily argue you out of choosing uh, to, to walk with Jesus. And that makes no sense at all. Uh, there's no point in arguing. Why don't we pray and why don't we ask Jesus if he really is real to reveal himself to you, uh, that you personally know then in your heart that God is real. And this is what we read in the book of Acts chapter 2 when Pentecost happens. Uh, Holy Spirit's poured out upon the church and uh, Peter stands up, addresses the crowd. And, and as he's preaching the gospel, the good news of Jesus, uh, it says that they were struck to their heart. And so the, the, the Holy Spirit, God, was, was moving in their heart that they felt something. They experienced a touch from God. They were moved um, in their heart, not just with their mind. And so 
oftentimes for a lot of people in their mind they got a lot of obstacles but you need to sometimes bypass the mind and go straight to the heart because that's really where we believe is with our heart and so we, we then ask them well hey can we pray for you and ask God to reveal himself to you if he really is real and if he really does love you and they, they're going to say yes um, and so then you go ahead and pray for them and, and just pray a prayer on the lines of Lord Jesus thank you that you love this person uh, thank you that you died on the cross for them because you wanted to restore them into relationship with you, with Father God. Uh, will you reveal yourself to them right now? Will you remove every obstacle, every burden, every everything that's in the way? And will you come and touch them right now? Will you come and fill them with your love and with your presence? Uh, make their, their heart burn. May, may their heart just become awakened right now to your radical love for them. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. And so you pray a prayer on those lines for them. Um, we, we trust that they're going to be experiencing and uh, encountering God, Holy Spirit, in some way. And so as they then encounter God, uh, you're then going to say, well, why did you experience something? And hopefully they're going to say yes. And you say, well, that was the presence of God. There was no way that I could make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Um, I'm praying for you over WhatsApp or over um, you know, FaceTime, whatever it might be. Uh, we're not even in the same room. And so this is God. He's reaching out to you to show you how much He loves you. And uh, once they've, they've done that, you can then say, you know, we spoke about praying, being like talking to someone on the other, in a different room. Well, would you like to now invite Jesus into the same room? Would you like to invite him into your heart? Would you like to receive the gift of salvation? And, uh, and then hopefully they're going to say yes. You can then go ahead and lead them in a prayer um, or ask them to, in their own words, to just pray and uh, ask Jesus to forgive them, to take that, that heavy backpack off as he removes all the sin, all the wrong things that they've done and uh, removes that from them and comes into their hearts, into their life as their God as their Savior. And um, so, yeah, there's a couple of practical tools on how to go about sharing the gospel with someone. It's uh, quite quite short and easy. You can you can run someone through this. I've been explaining it in a bit more detail, but you can run through through this this tool with someone in a matter of two or three minutes. Um, so it really is is quite simple. And uh, yeah, if they do pray a prayer and receive Jesus into their into their life as their Savior, uh, celebrate with them, uh, stay in touch with them, uh, continue to to pray for them, uh, invite them to join us for church online tomorrow morning. Uh, if you're part of Breakthrough or if you're part of another church, and invite them to join in uh, the church service online. Share the links. Check in with them after the service. You know how did they experience it? Answer any questions that they might have because uh, uh, when we all got got saved and born again for the first time. We, we all had lots of questions, and so they're going to have questions as well. You can then go ahead and, and answer those questions. And this is really the discipleship process that we, we all play uh, with, with one another, and we're all called to disciple people. Uh, we're all, also all you know, invited into a discipleship process with, with others. So, yeah, let me pray for you guys, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll uh, bring this video to an end. So, Holy Spirit, thank you that you're speaking to each one of us right now, that you're highlighting people who, who we know, who you've been wooing, who you've been drawing to yourself, who have not yet been born again. And so, Lord, we thank you that uh, flesh is born by flesh, but spirit is born by spirit. And you've been working in people's lives all over uh, our nation, our city, and all over the world. And you now are preparing us as 
your, your believers to be harvesters, that we'll go out and share the good news and, and harvest these people who are ripe for the harvest. And so thank you that we can reach out to people knowing that you're a God of love and not of condemnation, that you sent your son not to condemn the world, but to save the world. And so it's good news that we're going out with. And so Holy Spirit, highlight the people who you've been wooing, that we might reach out to them and be part of the harvesting process with you, Holy Spirit. As we then reach out, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you continue to work in these people's lives, that they will respond well to the gospel, and that your anointing, your presence, your boldness will be upon us, that we might boldly share the good news of Jesus. And so may your anointing come upon each one watching this right now, that there'll be a boldness upon them as well, a boldness to step out and with courage to share the good news. Uh, Lord, we ask that you'll do the same thing like you did for Peter on the, the, the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, that there'll be a boldness, a courage coming upon each one of us to share the love of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in to this Facebook Live. Uh, tomorrow morning, for those that are part of the Breakthrough family, we've got a special Father's Day service, so you don't want to miss out on that. Uh, tune in Facebook Live at 10.30. If you've got kids and uh, you've received the children's ministry class, uh, then gather as families at 10 o'clock to work through the, the, the program. Uh, 10.30 will then be online. God bless you guys. I would love to hear some testimonies and some good news stories of what God is doing. Uh, I used this tool just on Friday when we did our food drop and uh, prayed for five people. Uh, two of them we led to Jesus. Uh, that never received Jesus. And so trust that you're going to have uh, the same breakthrough and, and uh, results as you go about loving people this afternoon. So please send me a message. Let me know uh, what, what God did through you. God bless you guys. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a wonderful Father's Day, all of you fathers, and we'll be in touch soon. God bless.